Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Father Long Legs. Couple quick announcements before we get into this juicy episode. A um, couple of shows coming up. I know it's the end of the year. So if you guys want to catch me live and you don't live in Los Angeles, I will be in San Francisco for New Year's Eve opening for Greg Proops. You know, the Greg Proops. Very, very grateful to have this opportunity. I'm so excited. Um, if you don't want to make that your New Year's Eve plan, don't worry. I'm actually doing five different shows. So for, uh, December 29th, I will do a show at 8 p.m. Then there's two shows on December 30th at 8 p.m. Sorry, 7.30 p.m. and 9.45 p.m. And then, of course, the big night, December 31st, there is an early show, 7.30 p.m. And then a countdown show at 10 p.m. That last one is, you know, the one with the toast and the whole rigmarole. It's going to be a shit show in a good way. So come out, have fun. Um, that is all available on my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com slash shows, or go to the SF Punchline website, um, and that I'm so excited for. It's going to be a good time. Um, literally, life goals. Um, before that, I will be in Los Angeles. A couple more shows coming up. Um, obviously, check my calendar. I will always update that as things get uh, updated, moved around, whatever, but December 10th, I'm hosting 24-hour genre cram at UCB Franklin. It's going to be an entire sketch comedy show under a genre theme. I um, believe we're doing holiday movies, uh, written, rehearsed, produced, performed, all within 24 hours. It's going to be real fun. And uh, the new UCB is paying performers, um, so that's that's cool. It's, it's good. I guess they've changed a lot. We'll see. It's my first time back, too. We will find out how it goes. December 14th, I will be at Motherland Comedy. Super fun at Cucina Filipina. Um, it's a show I did before the pandemic that I had a lot of fun at, so I really encourage you guys to come to that one. It's super well run. It's at a Filipino restaurant, so you're supporting the local business um, in Highland Park, and the food is really delicious, so definitely encourage you to come and hang out, and they always book an awesome lineup. And November 20th, that's next week, my short film, Get Loved, is playing at the Panamanian Film Festival in Los Angeles. Yes, confusing because it's Panamanian, but it's Panamanian International, and uh, really cool to be a part of that. I'm excited. Um, just a coincidence, I happened to go to Panama for the first time this year, um, so I'm excited to be watching some of those programs with the extra knowledge I have uh, just like gotten from being able to actually visit. Um, so I'm excited to see these different storytellers and filmmakers um, on the big screen in Los Angeles. My film is playing on Sunday, November 20th in the short film block number seven. Uh, it's at 11 a.m. I know it's early. It's at Avenida Studios. So, you know, whatever. If you can't go, no worries. But Still excited to be doing it. Definitely want to let people know. Um, I I'm hopefully soon we'll put out the short online so everyone can watch it. Uh, we are nearing our festival end of the festival run. I I think I just want to wrap it up and put it out before the end of the year. So look out for that. Obviously, if you are a big fan of following my films, you can follow that Instagram at Get Love Film. I will always try to update on this pod, but you know sometimes there's a bunch of I'm juggling a lot. Okay, y'all. Uh, speaking of, since it is the holidays and the end of the year, and it is another, uh, you know, this podcast I pretty much carry on my back for free, um, minus, actually, I will say this year, Hoo-ha has been really great, and of course, they're doing their best to keep things easy to do, it's accessible, um, so they are the network, I love them, um, and they did help get some 
some sponsored ads this year which is really cool but you know not to pull back the curtain too much um i've been doing this for four years so it's if you feel like donating or you want to support or you have an ex you know if you just happen to be a wealthy billionaire with wondering how to support a little creator out in los angeles you can donate to the podcast at paypal.me slash you can tell me anything don't you know don't kill yourself doing it if you don't have the funds this is not for you don't feel pressure don't feel embarrassed um but if you do and you want to give and you enjoy the podcast and you're a listener or you're new or you're a long time it really does help um this is something just a pet project of mine that i've been doing for the last few years um honestly i don't know how much more sustainable it is but every time i say i'm going to stop i always get confidants writing to say hey no i like it so you know that could really help out if you feel like it and that's it. Obviously, we've changed the Instagram handle to at RealFatherLongLegs. I say obviously because I've announced this, and if you are active on Instagram, you have seen that. But if, in case you didn't, that's the new handle. I changed it. It's at RealFatherLongLegs. You know, just trying to update it with the times. Um, that's it for the announcements. Excited for this podcast. Please enjoy my interview with Ali Vingiano. You can tell What's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. This is You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where comedians confess something they want to get off their chest. Um, I know this is really up for listeners. Um, this is like the third time I'm doing it with the cameras, and I always turn towards the cameras as if there's a live audience. But really, it's mostly audio. <sighs> I did not need to pull back the curtain that much, but I'm very excited for my guest today. We moved to LA pretty much like the same week. Um, so cool to watch her killing it. I hate it when people say that, but truly, I feel like it really applies to you because like you moved here and then you moved to New York with a big writing job, moved back, you're like developing all this cool stuff. I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but she wrote for The Morning Show and um, she is just a very funny filmmaker, actress. You were in a movie called The End of Us. Ah, I remember seeing that on Instagram uh, about the quarantine. It's a love story. Ali Vingiano, what's up? Hello, Teresa. Thank you so much <laughs> for the lovely introduction. We did move here literally, I think, the same weekend. Yeah, I remember. It's, it feels like so such a different time. I mean, it was a different time. Were um, you part of the Disneyland crew? Yes, we did go to Disneyland. We went to Disneyland together. It was like oh a group God. of like, it was a bunch of people who just moved there that week. And then people who yeah. were like, a like generation above us in UCB yes. who like never would have hung out with me in New York I feel like I or felt like that way too and then some of them I like never saw again but I remember being like oh, I'm in now yeah like and I'm <laughs> part of the LA crowd because it was like let's all go to Disneyland it was like a group of like 15 yeah. people and one person like had a whole like itinerary of like how to get on the rides and how to do this and that was so I think that was Stephanie and that was re actually really smart and I did I did see some of them again obviously but yeah. um I've used those tips ever since, like Incredible. the single rider line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, that's so wild. Well, I haven't thought about that for a minute, um, but I went to Disneyland for my birthday last <laughs> last week. Wait, two weeks ago? Whatever, it was uh, recently. Wait, we went to Disneyland together for On my your birthday. I know, oh that's, my <laughs> that's what gave me the idea. Well, cause I had like after COVID, I was like, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'd call myself a Disney adult, but you know, we enjoy Disneyland here and there and it's fun the way the Kardashians enjoy it. You know, I'm not like, doing baby voice or whatever but um no problem if you are but uh <laughs> i was very insecure about because all disney adults are weird let's just yeah, say stand up <laughs> love to shit on them and truthfully i probably am one in some ways but um not in those ways 
Okay, so you and, you and went on your birthday because BuzzFeed on, gave you a whole day off, and you're like, I'm gonna go no matter what, and I had the uh, annual pass, and that's this year because I've been so cooped up. I was like, I told my boyfriend, I was like, I want to go to Disneyland. Like, I just want to go. I've never been with someone I'm dating. I just want to like have a silly little day there, and it was so fun. <laughs> it is so fun, and like even though I'm like Disney adults are weird, like I feel like I'm a Universal oh. Studios adult because I live ten okay, minutes yeah, away. Yeah. I have an annual pass. You can just like go and play one game or like go to Harry Potter World. So that's acceptable. I'm weird yeah. too, and it's it's fucking weird, but it is <laughs> it's so fun, and I love it. And like you're in LA, it's a fun way to spend a birthday. It so. is, and the pin you gave me, you I didn't know about the pins when oh, we went. Pin. You got a pin, the birthday pin, yeah. and then you and got like, get you, special. Yeah. Treatment, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they didn't. I didn't really get much free things, but uh, Elsa did say happy birthday, which was nice. Ooh, congratulations! So thank you. Yeah, it was a big, big deal for me. <laughs> I got so nervous, I didn't ask for a photo, but she's busy. Um, well, Allie, I'm so happy you're here. Uh, I do like to start by just asking. This is not like a confession. I call it a good confession. It's just an icebreaker for the guests to get to know you. Okay. Something um, that you're excited about or proud of. Basically, as long as it's not negative. Uh, something you like. Something you've enjoyed lately. Something you're proud of. Just a quick good confession to share with the listeners. Ooh, something I like that I'm consuming. Yeah. Or anything that's good. It could be like, I just did this and I'm very excited about it. Or I have a project I'm working on I love. Or Okay, here's what, here's what I did that I'm proud of. We had so much leftover Halloween candy because we had some friends over to watch a movie on Halloween and they brought candy and we had all these Butterfingers mm. and we have this little like community pantry. And so we were going to leave the candy out in the pantry when I had an idea. What if I cook the Butterfingers into cookies? What? So I made sugar cookies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I chopped wow. the Butterfingers and I put them into the into the yeah I just like baked it in there I'm saying this like it's a this revolutionary is so advanced. idea yeah I know it's pretty advanced stuff wow. um and I made them yesterday and I'm proud to say my partner ate six of those oh cookies. my god that's always like the best compliment because <laughs> I know where I, I feel like we grew up on 90s sitcoms where they're like mom's cooking ew but it's like you know we don't have to cook anymore but whenever someone I like is like this is good I'm like <laughs> validate me uh <laughs> oh, completely because i had like i didn't have the right flour i like mixed three different flowers and it was like it was a journey but uh that's they're awesome really that good. is a great confession thank you yeah it's good to i feel like it's this time of year where you have to excess things you have all the candy yeah. left over you have apples if you go apple picking or you have pumpkins and like you know it's not good to throw your pumpkins at like pump yeah there's just so much waste yeah so. i wish that that's my like maybe my second career goal it's not a career but when i have more time is or when my career doesn't take off who knows <laughs> go either way but it's <laughs> <laughs> but to do, like because there's so much especially in big cities like New York and LA like sh film sets like weddings things like that where it's like obviously it business-wise doesn't make sense for caterers or whatever to give things away but there should be an organization that's like through vetting like knows you can contact them before you move or whatever and then go and just get extra this extra stuff and pass it out and they know what to do with it. that would be great a hundred percent. I, I that would be incredible. There's like so much yeah. excess and any little ways to actually you, um, all good confession for you because you organize a clothing swap yes. that I got clothes at that I still wear. And I thought, Oh, what a great idea. And in some ways I was like making that allocation problem, um, or whatever, solving it from like a community point point of view so I like that a lot clothing another thing yeah clothing swap I'll hop on real quick to be like so proud of the clothing swaps and my do it with my friend Christina um Felsky and it's like uh, now I think I've been sh I did 
I did go to Italy and I did buy a lot of new things there. <laughs> but besides that, I just like don't buy new clothes anymore. I pretty much only get things from these clothing swaps. And I'm, I mean, I will say like I have a body type where it, you know, it can be hard if you're very tall or if you're a plus size to mm-hmm. always find things very easily. But I think it's just like such a great way to to share things with your friends yeah. and like your friends have great style and you want their stuff. And so I recommend everyone to, yeah. to do clothing it's swaps so with fun. their friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Before we get into your confession, I, I don't know how much you know about this pod, but it was sort of inspired by when I started going to therapy. Um, I really felt like being able to talk to someone, you know, just be seen and heard was what a revelation. Very cool. So I always like to ask my guests, like, oh, what's your experience with therapy? Or do you have, like, a routine, um, mm-hmm. confidant, you know, someone you talk to or tell your secrets to? There's no right or wrong answer. It's just helpful to hear how everybody sort of navigates. This is very related to the confession that Ooh, I okay. was going to give today. Um, but my relationship with therapy is, yeah, I started going to therapy when I was, like, 20 or 24 and I went to like a free NYU person she was she was I think she was a student who was like trying to get hours and she never said anything she would just be like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) your time's up and I was just like this is I was paying $45 an hour but I still was just like I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere even though it was good just to talk out loud she was just learning from you (laughs) I felt like that because like when you're an overthinker you can just talk yourself Mm -hmm. around the same issue for 45 minutes Um, so I quit therapy with her. I moved to LA. Um, I didn't have a good experience in therapy, I would say, until I moved back to LA for a second Mm. time. And I was with this woman, Amy, for like three years. I guess I started with her in 2018. Um, she was like definitely like the most solid relationship with therapy where I felt like I was getting something out of it. Um, the best therapy I can recommend is um, psilocybin therapy, guided Ooh, okay. mushroom therapy yes. with a, with a with a therapist who can walk you through the experience. Um, you did guided? Have you done the guided? Yeah, one? I've wow. done guided cool. psychedelic therapy, and that's just like the best thing I think that you can do. So, but if you if you're not there yet, um, <laughs> talk therapy can work. Yeah, <laughs> or I've, I think I've done internal family systems. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many good ways to do therapy that aren't just talk therapy if yeah. you're someone who can talk yourself in or out of anything I think knowing what you're looking for that that is true because I think their law has changed even since I started this podcast like four three or four years ago it was uh, the message was more just like just go to therapy start somewhere and now it's like okay we're being a little exploited on Instagram by the pharmaceutical industry and like all these like mm. d- startups and so I'm always a little wary to just be saying go and that's it um but I do think a good place to start is not being afraid of it but then be like be wary it's like relationships like people are like you should find someone but Mm -hmm. find yourself first you know and I think (laughs) there's this idea that like you have to be in therapy forever and I don't think that's true I think you can be like I want to go to therapy to work out this issue Mm -hmm. or like I want to deal with my doubt I want to like and also like just read a book like read self-therapy the book self-therapy is like the best oh that's the name of the book the name is self-therapy and it's literally about like it's this type of therapy called internal family systems which is amazing and it Mm. walks you through how to sort of do this on your own so if you don't have the money for therapy if it's um and not something you can really like spend an hour a week on in your life there are other ways that you can sort of get some of those same tools yeah because it isn't the this came up on um, the last episode but it's not about the therapist being the god who knows all it's 
they are helpful they're professional but it's really about your mind space when you go in and mm -hmm. so you can have that with books i'm gonna read that book i love recommendations a lot that have come through here on this pod i've read and like um radical awakening is a great one it's more geared towards like female or femme or you know um the f woman's experience but it's universal um and then was it oh no, uh, dr Ra ramathy wait how did i say Doctor, she does it, all the narcissist videos on oh. YouTube. Romani Dursavula, yeah. So there's those books I've like read, and they've been more helpful than like hours of talk there because it's like I'll be in the same pattern, and then I'll read that and be like, oh, I should get out of this relationship. Um, so yeah, <laughs> agree. <wholeheartedly. laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna take a break. When we get back, we will get your confession. And we're back. Allie, the time has come. Is there anything you would like to tell me? I would, Teresa. Oh, wow. What is it? I'd like to tell you that I was so attracted to my therapist that I okay. had to quit therapy. This is the same one you mentioned? This is a different. not sweet Amy. Okay. So I stopped going to Amy in this year, 2022. Okay. I was like, I need a break from therapy. I've been talking about the same issues for a long time, and I don't think talk therapy is what I want right now. I mm -hmm. think I want to try, like, EMDR. Um, done that? Yeah, I'd never done it before, so I was like, I want to try something that's, like, going to make me feel like I'm not... I would come. I would go to her and just be like, climate change. For an hour, I would right. talk about climate change, and I was like, this is an issue, but I don't know if I need to be in weekly therapy at this point in my life. It's almost like you're just, like, opening a box and, like, rearranging it and being like, everything's there, and then putting it back. Right. And yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was just basically like a habit at that point. Um, so about six months later, I was like just like going through a ton of stress, and I was like, I want to get back into therapy, and I want to try EMDR finally. And I'd found this person. Okay. I guess I shouldn't say their name, but <laughs> <laughs> I did say Amy's name, so whatever. But um, Oh, no, an Amy <laughs> in L.A. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good luck finding her. <laughs> so, okay, so I found this therapist who was, like, highly recommended. She was not available, and she was, like, my, this, you can go to this person, I guess, was part of her, like, training. Like, I guess okay, it's, like, like, she's the head honcho, and then she has a couple people working for her, and she's, like, you should go to this guy. He's, like, super recommended. I, like, looked up his picture on his website. I was, like, great. He looks great. I wasn't, like, wow, this guy's super hot. <laughs> I show up day one. I immediately was just like, this is going to be a problem. Like, you could, there was chemistry. Like, he was waiting for me on the street because I couldn't find the building. And I was like, I think I'm in the wrong place. He was like, I'll come out. And, like, so I was, like, walking. As I walked up to him, I was like, there, there oh was chemistry. Gosh. He was wearing, like, a black T-shirt. He was, like, tatted up. Ah. He was, like. It was, like, a first date. You're like, oh, am I in the right place? <laughs> yes, exactly. Allie? <laughs> he, like, brings me into his office. It's, like, so well decorated. Uh -huh. He's, like, in this T-shirt. And he's just like, so, like, why do you, what brings you in here today? And it was horrible because he was a really good therapist. Like, mm -hmm. I was, like, crying by the end. I was, like, You're emotionally like, vulnerable. Yeah. And then I was, like, oh, I'm, like, I can't believe I'm crying. He was, like, do you have a hard time being vulnerable? And I was just, like, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I have a question. Okay. Had, had you ever had a male therapist before? I'd never had a male okay. therapist before. I've never either. But I, that was, like, my first thought because I was, like, oh, I wonder what that dynamic would be. I always end up getting women, and now I just ask for it because I'm like, I don't know, 
what it is, but completely. I sort of got to a point where I was like, I don't really care about the gender of my therapist. Yeah. Like, I want someone who's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, I want the best therapist. I want someone who's smarter than me. I want, and I did. I will say, I thought this man. I thought he was gay, because um, on his website I read it wrong, and it was like I'm LG, like LGD. LGT, LGBT friendly plus friendly, and I think I'd like read it as like he was part of the community. Uh-huh. Um, well, he could be, or I mean, I don't know if you. I asked mean, maybe him, but he is, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, he he totally could bi be, or, yeah, but whatever. he's definitely yeah, maybe he's bi. He's definitely um, <laughs> like he's definitely feeling it too. No. I, I I do feel I'm like he's into me. Like the, uh-huh. I'm like he knows he knows. Well, that's what you pick up, but I do think that attraction is it's not really one-sided but like you couldn't feel a strong attraction and you can like deny it or whatever but if you felt it immediately he probably did too and he's just a good professional but yeah. it's like yeah that kind of spark is not it's always like it because you connect to someone you completely. know completely yeah wow so wait how so okay so obviously you were like well not obviously but what i would have done is like denied it and then see where it goes for a little bit but then be like ah this is bad but like did you keep going kind of being like let me play with the tension here or you're like I'm gonna block it out or you're like maybe we'll hook up (laughs) I know I was sort of like if I keep going we can fuck Ah. um no so I we had this session I was like in this black dress he was wearing all black and I was just like it wasn't even it it was (laughs) She's like, I just look cute. I just looked cute that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then I was like, I can't, I can't go again. Even though we had a really good session and I cried <gasps> and I like had a realization oh with him. Like, um, and then I was like, I need to take a, I, I, I think I went to Costa Rica for one of my retreats. Um, I host retreats as well. So writing and yoga retreats. Um, so I went to Costa Rica and I sort of used it as an excuse to stop going. And he emailed me to be like, hey, like just checking oh, in. He followed up. Oh yeah, my he followed gosh. up. And I was like, okay, like, yes, I've been avoiding therapy. Like, let's have another session. So he came in. So we came in. This time he came to your place. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. This time I was wearing um, a striped, like, white and black striped dress. That's how you remember everything you wear. I'm like, I don't remember what I wear to therapy. That's how I know you liked him. (laughs) I remember what I wore my first day with my boyfriend. (laughs) Right? Yes, that's how I feel. Well, he was wearing, like, pants that were, like, short, like, you know, like, capri type. And then white and black striped socks <gasps> so you guys were like vibing. so we like dressed the same again and he wow. was like so you've been avoiding therapy like what have you been avoiding and I was like I have to be honest with you I wasn't avoiding it I just felt like you were too and I wanted to tell him like I'm attracted to you but I felt like it was like too intense so <gasps> I said I feel like you're too much like someone I would hang out with Okay, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. Um but wow. Okay, so that's I would say like props to you because um this the Scorpio in me uh is would just be like let me sit here and <laughs> see how this plays out <laughs> but you're like if I get this out now like ethically it's like you'll have to address it or he like it was not gonna he will be a bad therapist after that point if he's like oh you like me well keep going or whatever totally like I just felt like I had to say something yeah. because that was and I was and I was just like yeah I mean like look at the way we're dra-. like I literally was like he, I pointed I was like I mean I like did this motion and he was like I guess we like stripes and I was like yeah. oh my god uh-huh. so cute wait so what's the like seating setup in this like look, visualize because it's uh, obviously we don't do the lying down chair anymore but no were you guys like table chair like What's was, the situation? It was, we were both in chairs okay. across the room from each other. Okay. I was on sort of like a couch, sitting on a okay, couch, okay. and he was in a chair um, 
facing each other. Um, like equal height, kind of like partners. Exactly. You know? yeah, okay. Yep. And space between us, but no table between us. Oh, just a rug. Wow. Metaphoric. Yeah. Just the rug. And then you pull the rug out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, don't pull the rug no. out. <laughs> so then Man. he was like, well, would it make you feel? How old are you? It didn't say on your intake form. Because I just didn't fill it out out of laziness. And out of like, well, then he'll have all my information written down. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm 33. And he was like, I thought he was like 38. He looked really young to me. And he was like, I'm 44. Does that make you feel Whoa. better? And you were like, no, I'm, I like you more now. And no. in my head, I'm like, no, I'd still fuck you. Like, <laughs> I don't care that you're 44. Um, Wait, so he just had that ready to go. Like, you know he's that he's a proud of he's proud of looking younger for his age because he's like, uh-huh. Right, right. Well, let me tell you. I think he wanted to be like, see, there's like a generation between us. Like, we're different. Like, we're not going to hang out together. Like, we're of different generations. Did he have a ring on his finger? He does not have a ring okay. on his finger. <laughs> I, I checked. <laughs> Um, Did so you look him up? I Oh, yeah, I looked him up. And I think he used to work in the entertainment industry, okay. but I can't find anything beyond, like, his professional therapy website. That's probably for the – I found out my old th – my therapist who I went to for a while used to be an actress, like, like you know, stag actress. But she wasn't, like – she was in Star Trek, so enough where people – Trekkies, like, there was still mention of her in forums, but then I guess she stopped. But it was weird when I found that out. And it I is weird. didn't like it. It's so LA. My yeah. husband's therapist, once, one week she went to therapy. He went to therapy. And she was like, I sold two pilots this week. She literally had sold two pilots. Because she, she worked, wanted to say she used it. to be an oh agent. Because I guess like she would give him writing advice. This was like not a healthy relationship no. either. And um, she was like one of the creators of <laughs> The Biggest Loser. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I had to I had to like draw that boundary. I went with my boyfriend. We like decided to do couples counseling together. I don't even know I should call it that. It's I was like, I go to therapy. Come with me cuz I need double therapy. Oh yeah, every couple I know now does yeah. therapy. But it literally was I was like I have so much baggage. I need a coach to help you help me. Um but we go <laughs> we go in and like uh when I mentioned uh, cuz she wanted to know what I did and then I mentioned like I was like sometimes write for children's TV cuz that's what I was writing for like children's TV. And then she was like, "Oh, she wanted to ask more like, "Oh, how did you get into how do you do and I know she was just being like probably just trying to be nice and interested but I like red flag went up because I've had that happen in there but people were like how'd you get that and so I was like oh I don't want to talk about it and I just shut her down and then like, I see my boyfriend was like what and then later he was like I think she was just being nice I was like I don't know though I'm not sure because you never know when they're like why how did you get into that that's interesting tell me more who should I email and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> totally it is weird i me and um my partner went to like like the worst couples therapist for like a few sessions and after the first one she was like Allie, did i see your name on the episode of the morning show this week and i was oh, like no. yeah i write for the morning show no. and she was like oh my god i'm the biggest fan i love it and she was like so into it that's and not it, ethical for them to like say it. though because it's like one thing if they secretly they're allowed to have your life outside and pretend you're not a fan but that makes it really hard for you to like because as a person who's creating for an audience that's like now it's like what if you lose a fan I mean that's not really how you think I know but like that's it is like on one hand like okay this woman now like knows everything about me and she like knows what I do and that's but I mean but beyond that the weird part of it for me is like I like to talk about work mm -hmm. to my therapist and even I do feel like there's something about the morning show where it's like as soon as I tell someone like a therapist that I work on the morning show, they like think something and I'm like, I'm going to tell you all of the gossip and the behind the scenes <laughs> stuff on the show. And it's like this weird 
it's like a trust relationship. Yeah. So if someone's immediately like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I'm like, okay, I don't like yeah. the way this dynamic is starting. I think the way, because I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm like, I wouldn't mind if some, I, I would trust someone to keep a secret, but if they can't keep their own secrets, like if they're telling you how big of a th- fan they are when they know probably not helpful for you. That's, that's a really it, good point. That's an example of how they might spill to their friends, right? Mm-hmm. That happened when I went into um get like a MRI and, and like it wasn't anything terrible but it was like the nurse checking me in it's like oh I know you from mythical when I used to write for these youtubers and she was like oh I'm such a huge fan and that like made me feel so weird because I'm like I'm at a hospital I like I'm happy obviously there's fans everywhere but I'm like just don't tell me you know because now I'm like you're probably gonna tell people it's fine if she tells people but it's like now I'm just like it feels weird it breaks the illusion that you know Teresa, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that kind of thing where you're like, all right, like, ugh. I have one story I must tell on this topic. Okay, yeah, it's funny well, because, yes. like, we're not famous people. Like, yeah. we're not remotely well, you famous. are more famous than oh I God, am. So you, you, were like bu- uh, you were like a BuzzFeed star, which is, At like... At one point, I was a BuzzFeed I don't know performer. what we call... Yeah, th- there was an era, though, that there was, like... Oh, it sure was. It was a time when... Um, Still, I think creators are big, but that was a time when there was like two monoliths or whatever. You know, it was like yeah, co- college you humor. really like could you have like a recognize on the, on the train? Yeah. yeah, I was recognized all the time. And once I went in to get a uh, bikini wax at European Wax Center, <laughs> oh <gosh>. totally lying <laughs> naked, badge <laughs> out on the table. Um, and my Brazilian waxer was like, are you in BuzzFeed videos? Ah! And I was like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Why did you have to? It's cool that you recognized me, but I'd prefer if my pants were on and yeah, I'm not just maybe, like, great, yeah. now she knows. Um, Strange time very, to bring that up. Me very, very intimately. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I would Someone just lie. I, I feel like. Do wish knew me that intimately was my hot therapist. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So <laughs> what happened? Um, he seems like he a good communicator and also would use it as an opportunity to learn more about this feeling but like did he, or did he just kind of be like respectfully bye bye or is he like tell me more about he was like tell me more and he was I think he was 46 he's like I'm 46 does that make you feel different and I sort of even though in my head I was like no you're still really hot I, I, and <laughs> I was like yeah I mean I guess like you know you know more than me like you you have some more insight hopefully to life and he was like I hope so but I think it's also like physically I'm attracted to him he's like built like he clearly like mm-hmm. works out all the time and wears these like very hot like t-shirts with those like tattooed muscles um he was asking for it is what you're saying exactly (laughs) no that is what i'm saying um and he was he be so so sorry okay so beyond the physical attraction there's a layer underneath it which is like this guy is sitting there silently listening to me very calm validating all Mm -hmm, my feelings mm -hmm you know, I'm crying and he's helping me through this stuff. And so I think there's like this, I I think it's quite normal to like have this dependency with your therapist, Um, whether it's an attraction or whether it's like uh, you feel like some mothering. Yeah. You hear it a lot more with men. I I don't know if I've ever heard. Oh, okay. I I don't watch Sopranos, but I hear it like um, I have guy friends who will be like, oh, I think I'm a love my therapist. I think that's a common thing to say. I don't know how many of them, um, you know, some of them will just say it or they're hot or whatever, but it's like, oh, woman's listening to them and they never get to open up and they feel validated. But it's interesting that it's the other way around because, um, yeah, I don't know, because I've never been like, I really want a man to. <laughs> no, but yes, you know, sometimes I do, but most of the time I'm like, oh, 
So I wonder now that you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know how I'd react in that situation because I don't know if I've been in that where they're like, yes, I am. They have that power and presence. Yeah. But then they're also like, I'm here for you and I want to use my power for good. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, what? And he's like an adult man. Like he's not <laughs> like my age. Uh -huh. and like, you know, there's something where it's like, um, and I haven't really had that dynamic in a relationship before. And Do you have daddy issues? Or would you say that? I mean, I, like I not joke, not like we don't have to get into it, but more oh, jokingly, no, no, no. like, is that a thing you feel like you fall in that category? Uh, no, I really have an amazing relationship with my dad. And I think he's like an incredible human being. And I think I probably have, more mommy issues okay same a lot of codependency with yeah interesting so it's almost okay because so sometimes you get that with like the therapist standing in as a parent so that's why i asked but um yeah wow i don't know what i would do now i'm thinking about this i'm like you gotta write a show about it but like ethically don't but good story and it did happen to you um but yeah. so what did you tell him so he was like do you feel like why is it an issue that we could be friends like why do you not but feel did he know he said i think he must know that i'm like you're hot and like because like there's also just the like natural chemistry that two people sure have. you feel it yeah and i was yeah and so i think that um he he was like, why would it be an issue if we were friends? And I was like, I don't really know. It's just not the normal issue that it's not the normal relationship I would have mm. with a therapist. I wouldn't want to, you know. He's like, do you have a hard time opening up to your friends? And I was like, actually, yeah, I'm pretty hard to get to know sometimes. And I think that then we just like started talking about therapy. Gotcha. See, this is why I have podcasts to better open up to my friends. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Uh, um, then I had a session with him, which was all about my relationship with mm -hmm. my, um, cause I was getting married soon and I was like, we're getting married and marriage mm -hmm. is scary. And he like talked me into, he like totally calmed my nerves. He oh. made me feel so confident in my relationship. And like, um, I was like, this can work. I can still go to him. Like I can tell him everything. And meanwhile, like my now husband, like I'm, t I'm coming home from therapy being like, my therapist is so hot. I don't know what <laughs> I'm going to do. Like, he knows all of this. Um, uh -huh. so, so after that session, I was like, this can work. It can be good. And then right before I left for Italy, I went to my dermatologist in Beverly Hills, and I had a little time be between then and therapy, and I went to um, and other stories. This is, like, actually the one okay. time I bought new clothes this year, and I bought, like, a really cute outfit. And then I was like, I'm just going to wear this to therapy ah. instead of what I wore. And it was literally just like a little, oh like, tiny little shirt that, like, tied like this. And, like, <laughs> I always did pants. And I was like, I'm showing up like a fucking slut to therapy. Ah. I need, I can't do this That's anymore. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, you literally got dressed up like you're going on a date. I did. Oh, my gosh. But what I was he slut, wearing? <laughs> he was wearing, uh, okay, so after we had the, conversation about being friends he showed up the next time wearing a cardigan like he was dressed like a therapist he was like oh sh like his saw tats my tattoos. were not on display and I was like oh is he trying to be like more professional because he thinks I wasn't like felt weird about it um but then that was the only time then it was back oh, to the t-shirts and like maybe to he thought he took it the other way not that you were attracted but that you were like you look like not what I think and you know right like you're not what i imagine a therapist to be mm. you're not wearing a button-up shirt and a cardigan Dang. and you're not like you don't look like a therapist so he reached out to me recently to be like hi ali it's been 30 days since we last saw each other and i'm gonna close your case i don't know oh so know this is very means. recent oh yeah 
Okay. And so he was like, so let me know. Like, you can always reach out if you want more therapy. Um, so I sort of just ghosted him. And I wow. thought about emailing him just to be like, hey, I want to let you know I think you're a great therapist. I was just found you too attractive to continue. Like, I'm almost like, why not just, like, tell him? It's one of those but things it where it's like, if he probably already knows, it's yeah. obviously your choice if you want to tell him. These are the kinds of things sometimes I think about because I like to always tell the truth, even mm. if it's <laughs> a little chaotic. So I'd probably say it, but it is something to think about. It's like, well, what do you, I mean, you're married, obviously, so it's like there's really just to make him feel good, but it's like, would it make him feel good? Like, you you know what I mean? Or would that make him feel weird? Like, there are, s- he's a man, right? but if someone were to do that to me, I would feel uncomfortable professionally. That's true. So that's something and it just really to think closes about. the door yeah. of future sessions where it's like, I think I could get, I think it was just like at the time it was so new and like I was sort of having fantasies of like maybe I'll run into him and then we'll, we'll become friends and like, you know, mm. so I think it was like I need to like take a break, but there's a world where I could imagine going back to therapy with him and just like, because he was yeah. really, really good and he really helped like. Um, whenever I saw him so you're right if I if I was like I was attracted to you it would really it might make him it would make him uncomfortable possibly um, and it would probably close the door I think it's yeah it's, it's sometimes asking yourself is your is it something that's communication that would improve a situation or is it more like I need to get this and this way I have this podcast you mm-hmm. get it off your chest but it's um, yeah because like sometimes when people want say like as a woman online I'm sure you get like weird messages too and sometimes I'm like I just don't tell me all this it's like it's fine do whatever everyone has their thoughts whatever but like when someone sends a like kind of gross message but they think they're being nice like I just have to tell you I'm just like I don't want to be mean to you because you're a fan but it's just like don't don't you have common sense like (laughs) why would you text the stranger I don't need to know this I genuinely it's not a compliment to me like I don't yeah and and it does feel like so that's what was obviously whatever you feel like I don't think you should ever say what you don't want to say but that's one of those tricky things because it is at a place of work um I also think it was like a big deal to me because like I we're both bi you're bi Mm -hmm. I'm not attracted to that many men Mm -hmm. like for me like I'm saying he probably bi (laughs) <laughs> a lot of the men I ended up <laughs> hooking up with in my single days all are by, but and oh, I love that, and uh, we still, and that's why we still a lot of them. The, not a lot of the, there's plenty of exes I don't talk to, but I feel like the ones like you know in comedy when you're younger and it's just whatever. The guys I ended up becoming closer friends with, that I've hooked up with, um, and like are by, and some of that I think that we just connected on like mm-hmm. how we see the world, and it never ended up being like really now I see them truly as friends and there's none of that tension. So it's possible you picked up on something like that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and just like he, I just really vibe with people's energies. Yeah. Like I'm someone who really is attracted to someone's personality, to how they make me feel, to their energy. And like that is ultimately what makes me be attracted to a person. So even though he obviously had the hot tats and <laughs> very in shape um, and was very, very sweet, it was just like there was something about him that yeah. really drew me to him. And I think for me, like I can be around super hot men who are very traditionally attractive, who are tall, who have chiseled jawlines, and I feel absolutely nothing. Same. I'm like literally doesn't do a thing for yeah. me. Yeah. This is interesting. Okay, I have two, I have two thoughts on this. Okay. Uh, one is, okay, the first one because they're both separate different but they're, they're equally juicy I think okay so I'll, I'll share the one that has to do with me first and then I'll share what I think 
possibly could be going on. But um, the I had a, actually I could say it. I'll say it here. I don't know if I've ever said this, but uh, on a podcast. But my old roommate, who you know, who's been on this podcast, John Trowbridge. When I first moved in with him, I had a crush on him, and it was I think Ooh. because I didn't know him and I thought he was cute, and it was like I was starting comedy. I was at the place of my career where I mean no career place in my <laughs> life where I just like him seeing seeing him on stage doing that and he was like him being nice and laughing at my jokes it was a mix of things right like you're talking about the therapist not saying I didn't also think he was cute but now when I look back that right. feeling went away but I was like when I first moved in I did the thing you're not supposed to do I was like the room up and up and I was like oh shit like we'll see what happens is it weird if I have a crush on him but of course, after I lived with him, the crush very quickly went away, but we did become very close friends and now we're still friends. And so something about the energy did draw me in and I'm mm. glad I followed it. And I'm glad I followed it in a like way that eventually went with the flow, if that makes sense. Completely. Like you pick up on the energy and maybe there is a reason you're so drawn to him. You might not know that reason yet. And as a person who is, you know, making your own decisions, you know, how to make good choices and maybe choices that might send your life off track. And <laughs> just if you don't make those ones, there's nothing wrong with having him in your life as, you know what I mean? But Completely. so, so that's what I mean. I you never know. Leave my husband for my hot therapist. Right. Like don't do that. Or, you know, if that's the somehow the thing that you're supposed to do, there's no other way to do it. And that's the way, but like, you know what I mean? If that's the story, ho <laughs> I hope that's not the story for you, but <laughs> point being, um, I don't think energy lies, but mm -hmm. it can be misplaced. I love that. It can, yes. you, can, you might think. So my second theory is that you were about to get married, and so there is a lot of that, like some of the old feelings of like my individuality, my freedom, my independence, my like autonomy to flirt and do this, which is all like an illusion because you and your partner have healthy communication and. But completely, but, but that was my biggest thing with marriage, actually. Mm -hmm. That's what we spent that session talking about. I was like, marriage to me, it's not something I wanted since I was a kid, mm -hmm. right? To me, marriage means loss of independence, loss of freedom, compromise, sacrifice. And I think it's separating the idea of the institution of marriage or versions mm -hmm. of marriage I've seen in my own life with the marriage I can create with my own partner where I still have so much freedom. I still travel on my own. I can do what I want. He, like gives me the freedom I would want mm -hmm. in my life and the ability to have a partnership. So it's like, it's just sort of deconstructing all of that. But you're right where I did meet him when I was like going through this big scary thing. And yeah, possibly you, you that it's not that the feeling wasn't real, but he gave you an external place to put it all. Mm. You probably, you know, I'm not saying he was not attractive, but it became even more oh, no. strong. He was attractive. Right. <laughs> but, but it's like stronger in, in the fact that had you not been about to, get married you might be like not as focused on this one attractive man totally and it was like this energy sorry of my dog is making noise but it's fine before <laughs> I even met him in person we had a phone call and mm -hmm. on the phone call is when I had this realization about like my childhood that I hadn't had in like mm. three years of therapy with my old therapist so I already walked into it okay. being like this man is a genius like he's amazing and then when I met him in real life I was like oh fuck and he's like young and cool and hot like so I think there was probably a lot of the energy that I was picking up on him that I was like, maybe the energy I'm attracted to him because he's a really good listener and he's a yeah. really good therapist, but like I'm sabotaging the growth I could have with him because I'm focusing on this thing, yeah, which is like, yeah. Like, and also that he, um, 
well, I just had a mind blank. Sorry, I saw my dog out of the corner of my eye. I was like, what's he doing? Me every time I see my dog. <laughs> I'm like, I, I could be in the middle of a project or a pitch and I'd see my dog and I'm like totally blank. Well, I guess that was my big realization is like maybe that he, oh, oh, this is what it was, that, that you thought about sending an email and telling him he's attractive and I, I was like, that's something I would want to do. But then I thought actually what would my own purpose be, not yours, but it would probably be a little bit flirty just to see. It's kind of fun to be like, hmm, what do you think? And, and then I was like, oh, right, you're married. So there is that element of like, can, what, how do you push a line and get away with it? And mm. it's like, that's something you and your partner can figure out because I, th I think that people in the modern day are, should be allowed to flirt, but openly, oh, yeah. as long if as it's I not clandestine. My, if I told my husband, yeah. like, hey, I really need to try to fuck my therapist, he'd probably be like, <laughs> go for it, babe. Like, but, but you know what I mean? Like, the idea that you, you're putting these fake idea. blinds on, like, I can't even be sweet to someone or whatever, right. but then you push it to the point of, like, oh, how far can I push it? So that's kind of what made me think, oh, I wonder if there's some projecting of, like, single alley leaving the world yeah. onto him. I like this. I like this perspective a lot. And I think that part of it is also like what when I was going through being like, can I still be in therapy with therapy with this man? I was like, well, am I going to be self-conscious? Am I going to be like, what does he think mm. of me? What is he, is he, does he like me? Does he approve of me? And I sort of felt like, no, I felt like I was going in there and yes, I did wear the cute outfit the one time. <laughs> But I felt you like I wasn't changing the things I was confessing to him, confessing, or I wasn't the things <laughs> I was sharing with him. I Getting wasn't a priest, like right. Like I wasn't withholding, <laughs> like but. withholding information about myself to make me look better. I straight yeah. up was like telling him the full. Well, truth this is more about, about you, I think, than because it's like you're, you're probably you're an honest person. That's true. In every environment, and yeah, I and you're honest with yourself enough to. Yeah, Make so I do feel like it, it wasn't, like, making me... It wasn't affecting the therapy. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> Aw, well, um, obviously, you know, he's he's out now, but if is there anything you want to say to him that he won't see for to get off your chest? Um, Do you, you say his name? You got you to gotta beep, beep I will it. beep that you out. Bleep it. <laughs> I'll beep that out. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you for everything, and um, I just I think you're a sweetheart, and you're I hope you make a lady very happy. You know, I have a lot of single friends, and I just think you should be you should have a, a wife. So <laughs> let me know if you want me to hook you up, and then or we can husband <laughs> or ethically non-monogamous. I love husband. that. Yeah. Maybe he's maybe he is not straight or or, or yeah. Maybe he's maybe just not been fucking and all that energy. It's like if he just fucked more, he wouldn't be coming in so hot. You his know? his energy <laughs> was so calm. He would just be like, okay, it's like just mm -hmm. fucked could fuck again Hello. energy. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's the energy. <laughs> All right, Allie, thank you for sharing that. Um, we do have a, oh, I shouldn't show you the back of it. We do have a quick game to end. Um, it's very easy, don't worry. Um, so kind of inspired by, because, you know, you did work for BuzzFeed, and then you wrote on the morning show, big news, news, you know. BuzzFeed didn't used to be news, but now it is, and that's totally cool. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying it back to why this game is all about news headlines, okay? It's called Are We There Yet? Okay, with the recent midterm election shadow still casting over us and the looming holidays, or what I like to call the Super Bowl of therapy. It's a good chance to try out all those skills you learned. It's coming up, so it's a good time right now to take inventory of how we've grown or haven't. So if we're moving forward in time, then headlines from today should be vastly different from headlines of yesteryear, mm. right? Even 50 to 100 years ago, right? 
So this is called, is this headline something you can click on and read today, or was it inked and printed back when you had to buy it from a paper boy? Ooh, this is fun. So these are just headlines, pretty simple. Um, they're all they're either literally today, like today's news, or long okay, time ago. Okay. Okay. First one: cheeseburgers. Five facts about this delicious American favorite. Today or paper boy? Paper boy. Incorrect. It's Fox News today. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, but okay. cheeseburger. I My guess goal she's is to get one of these right. I think you will. Okay. okay. Here's the next one: habit of bathing. Physicians argue as to value. Today or paper boy? <laughs> Today? Nope. No. <laughs> the star. I know. I was like, we, uh, but you could see it. Have we changed? Has time real? Uh, this is from 1904. Wow. Like, yeah, so they're really like they should literally. Be yeah, they were like wow. too much bathing might be bad for you. Wow. Um, okay, here's the next one. Police believe Archer home for aged a murder factory. Today or paper boy? <laughs> This is tough. Archer home for boys? For aged. For aged. Aged. Aged? Ooh, this could really be either. I'm gonna I'm gonna go paperboy. You're correct. This is cool. from the Hartford Courant in 1947. There was a big I think they actually based the play Arsenic and Old Lace on this, oh, but wow. there was like murders in this senior home. I guess you could see that. I, I think the aged gave it IP. away. Yeah, but I know you got burned with those first two. Um, <laughs> okay. Wild police chase video salutes World War II veterans. Damn, I'd probably give this away with a video. <laughs> today! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fox News today. I just thought the World War II thing. Um, okay. Two more. How to use Gmail's email layouts feature. I mean, I know this is not paperboy, but is it today or is it yesteryear? I think it's yesteryear because it's too easy to be today. Or it's today. It's today! It's today. I know! <laughs> what are you doing, Fox News? Oh, people, no wonder people don't know how to use the email there. Okay, final one. I think you can get this. Please don't lick the psychedelic toad at National Park Service warns. Today or a paper boy? Please don't lick the psychedelic toad at Nation, National Park Service warns. Today? It's yes, yes, correct! Today. ABC News Today! So you go to a therapist to do your psilocybin. I can never say it. Psilocybin <laughs> therapy. Don't lick the toads. You got. You got it. Yay. Congratulations, uh, Ali. Tell our listeners where they can follow, find your stuff. Follow you. Watch your. Is your film out? Can they see it, or is it still in festivals? My film, The End of Us, is out. You can see that on Apple and Amazon. Um, I star in that, and um, I'm on Instagram with the real Ali Vingiano, and I have a Substack. I'm alliev.substack.com. I write about creativity and well-being and it's just lots of little inspirational stuff and writing tips and the entertainment industry she does yoga retreats in costa rica so yeah 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 that. and uh, yeah i do my writing in yoga retreats so i'm not really on twitter anymore that's good for the best i should get off it's just old habits die hard it's it's very difficult um thank um, you so much thank you so much this yeah. was so fun thank you for listening to you can tell me anything you can follow this podcast on instagram at real father long legs this podcast was written and produced by Teresa lee on the hoo-ha-ha podcast network if you would like to donate or support the production you can do so at paypal.me slash you can tell me anything the hoo-ha-ha team is ashley mcatee audrey pravar maggie with austin kari Assad, and stephanie bignote theme song was written and performed by cody johnston outro music by shipwreck sailor thank you so much